0: <laughs> they can't see you.
1: <laughs> That's good. I was pointing to you. Are you starting? Oh, banter? I don't know. What do you have to we'll talk about? We'll just skip about?
0: banter. S- <laughs> <laughs> I'll make some people, again, some people will be happy. Some
1: people will be rejoicing. And they rejoiced.
0: As you hey. know, I, I've not been well today.
1: As they know or as I know? No, you know. Oh, I- <laughs> you haven't been well.
0: They're only learning this now and it'll be days later. Hopefully I'll better by the time this is released
1: you're not sick no i know i'm not sick but i didn't
0: feel well today it doesn't change the fact that i didn't feel well you do
1: forget that you get this way with allergies allergies don't just make you sneeze they literally low
0: allergy day this happens to me all the time when they say it's low i tend to have a bad day so i don't know what it is what it is
1: you're allergic to because you do you just Uh, get hydrate
0: enough and
1: You gotta take care of yourself. Too much
0: coffee today, I think. Well, that's
1: Mm. not good for a high allergy day.
0: Enough last night. Oh,
1: poor you, poor thing.
0: And of course, (laughs) folks, I'll be fine. I'm feeling better right now. I'm ready to have dinner at.
1: I don't know what time. Nine o'clock at night. You should just cut back on coffee. I think you'd feel like a better human being. I don't drink coffee, and I feel great.
0: I have been cutting back, though. I, I This is the, probably today was the most I've had in a long, long, long time.
1: Mm-hmm. I and made a mistake, see, okay? And now you see why. With I
0: made a mistake.
1: High allergies, not drinking a lot of water, and then and then too much caffeine. Yeah. It's a recipe for disaster.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure it's a disaster, but <laughs> at least for me, I guess.
1: This is a really nice vantage point. Thank you for letting me sit in this chair.
0: We're sitting up here in our bedroom yet again, folks. The basement. We were
1: so close. We were so done. close. We had the ceiling tiles here, and the guy came to install them, and then he opened them up and said, <laughs> "These are not the right ceiling
0: tiles." <laughs> after, after you guys had brought them all down. After,
1: after Michael, Mariana, and I went up and down, up and down stairs with these heavy boxes. They were so heavy. I was. I broke out into a sweat. <laughs> I kept telling, reminding so them to bend their knees to pick them up. <laughs> and then they brought them all back up, which, by the way, they're sitting in the driveway.
0: Yeah. We'll have to do something about that. Like, I'll just lift the pallet and bring it into the garage by <laughs> we, myself. We really
1: need a forklift. <laughs> you know, that's what
0: we need. It's a forklift. we we'll need it once in our <laughs> entire lives.
1: We just could use a forklift to move that. What am I having,
0: like, a tractor a backhoe?
1: That would be convenient. Those cost a lot of money. I thought I put my phone on silent.
0: Yeah, that's annoying.
1: Was that your phone? No. Oh.
0: That's definitely yours. Keep it's ridiculous. Talking. All right. Well, this is the Michael Levine Show. Welcome, everybody. This is a new podcast. Just me opining about my uh, views of the world.
1: And... <laughs> oh. I could have sworn I put it yeah. on silent. I didn't. <laughs>
0: So hopefully, um, and then the the basement bathroom. We mm-hmm. thought we had a game plan for that. Found out tonight, we don't. What well, we do, but
1: we have a game plan. We just again we'll had the failed to be executed. Thing.
0: But we're, we're you know, we'll making progress. We're making in, progress. The stairs will be done by the end of this week.
1: You've done a really nice job on the floor. The
0: floor the molding. The molding
1: looks fantastic.
0: We could do some touch up stuff. We can I need doorknobs. Paint. We I got to put the hardware on the cabinets. Yeah. So but, yeah, by the time, but. This is gonna be. We're gonna Someday, get it done.
1: It'll be done. Maybe by our year podcast anniversary.
0: So hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully I hope so. Hopefully, June. hopefully next week we'll um we'll be in the studio.
1: Wouldn't that be nice? So yeah. So um that's what's been going on. I started Poison Ivy again because it's that time of the year band? for me. Is that a band? Is Poison Ivy a band?
0: Is it just poison?
1: Poison, poison was the band, yeah. It's a band. I don't know. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, isn't that like a DC character?
0: I don't know. I'm not big on my... Me neither. Maybe.
1: But yeah, every year, doesn't matter what I do. I think the cats give it to me.
0: Well, I do think we have also have poison poison oak in the in the yard, too.
1: Maybe that's what it is.
0: So I've got to do some uh, spraying. But I mean... What's the cats?
1: It has to be the cats, because I was out in the garden. There's nothing... Around, unless there's literally no, think, poison oak that, growing around think, in the garden, do you I think that's t- what I like? do, I do That's probably what it is, it's ridiculous Well,
0: we'll be digging a trench around the garden, hopefully, that's another thing I have on my list for this week
1: I love digging trenches
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want it to sounds do Sounds
1: like so much fun Okay Yeah, enough of our um boring, <laughs> boring stuff <laughs> It's a boring. It's a boring, boring night.
0: It's not a good banter. It's a
1: boring banter. I'm
0: sure there's better it's stuff. Just, I just can't think you're, of it.
1: You're just all allergened up and Well, I haven't slept. Well, I haven't eaten. At least, not,
0: at least I'm not giving I'm not, up on the episode you know this what? week. I'm not like Somebody else did before.
1: I, I was I was legitimately <laughs> sick. You're not legitimately sick. You just said, Oh, we're okay. good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, listen, and well No, I don't want to do it. I was gonna do COVID talk, but you know what?
1: Oh, let's we're in escape. No, we're in we
0: escape from COVID. We
1: don't want to talk about it. That's, I agree. We don't talk about it while we're it here. It doesn't exist anymore. No, no, we're done. We're not talking okay. about it. So, welcome to another episode of <laughs> Raising Eight.
0: A couple of sinners trying to raise saints.
1: So here we are. What was that creaking sound? <laughs> so we in the studio. <laughs> uh, I don't know. To do that. You can't. There's nothing you can do. It's called like discombobulated. You're just discombobulated just stop let the music play let the music put the music on over that over that noise
0: So this is um, week two of what will be a who knows how many week series on us discussing issues related to the church's vision of the human being and human sexuality and how we as parents can teach it, teach these truths, beautiful truths to our children no matter the age. Mm-hmm. So last week we covered... It's a quiz.
1: Have, oh, this is a quiz to me? I'm yes. sorry. I, I thought that was like a rhetorical question.
0: I think you were paying attention next, last week. I,
1: wa- I wasn't paying attention last week. <laughs> Roll the film. I was I was here. I'm I participated. Gonna,
0: I'm not going to edit that
1: in. I participated <laughs> um, last week, like I do each week, because it's also okay, my just podcast. Okay, answer the well, question. stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness and charity is what we discussed last week. Yes. And I is, think did I pass the quiz? Excellent I mean, I know job. my memory is failing.
0: You did a great job.
1: But I do remember that.
0: And we and we felt like that was the perfect topic to start with. And because you can teach that to any child of any age, any human being of any age, these fundamental that that God creates us to be to happy. To be happy. I was thinking, um, you know, I love the when Jesus talks about right, I have come to give you life and to give it to you abundantly. Or St. Thomas talks about the super abundant life. That's what that's what we're called to, folks. That's what the church teaches we're called to. And I think that's something important to teach our children. This isn't some prosperity uh, gospel either. That's not what we're talking about here.
1: Right. Like you're going to be rich.
0: Yeah. You're going to
1: succeed in everything you do. Right. Have no problems. That's not, that's not reality. Right.
0: The super abundant life is the idea of... First of all, realizing who we are—we're going to talk more about that today—as children of God, and um, hopefully becoming disciples of Jesus Christ, and therefore through the Holy Spirit, understanding His will for our lives, His vocation for our lives, all He wants us to do in, in our lives, no matter no matter what we face mm-hmm. on the journey,
1: that's true fulfillment. Correct of who we were really meant to be.
0: Yeah. So doing all that is what. make will make us happy will help us to have beatitude in our lives and and then the most fundamental thing that we can do to achieve happiness is to love
1: love god first love Mm -hmm. each other love our family
0: bingo done
1: bingo and everyone every at every age obviously the babes we show the babies love and happiness through our Mm -hmm. care for them. Mm -hmm. And then as they become toddlers, that's our chance to start talking about God loving them and mommy, daddy loving them. And then, you know, obviously we get deeper and deeper the older they get. But as I've always said, and as, I mean, lots of smarter people than me have always said that you can entrust the greatest of truth to the youngest of children. And we've experienced that.
0: Yes. Jesus said that.
1: He said you can express well, the greatest of truths to the well. He talked. Children. To, he talked about, so. He yeah. said, "Let the little children come yeah. to me." And then one cannot
0: enter the kingdom of heaven unless, unless they It's like kind of where we're going with that, Correct. right so, But
1: then my point was that quote of <laughs>
0: who's this? Who you're quoting? I have no
1: idea. That's that's why I said smarter people than me have said that. Yeah, that's how I, this is how I quote things because I don't remember who says stuff. (laughs) Smart people. You
0: have the quote Quote, and then dash smarter, smarter 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 people.
1: Smarter, the smarter people have said that. (laughs) (laughs) The point is that even as they're younger, they can understand a lot of these deeper things. uh, These are the
0: things, I think some of the things we're going to be talking about in the first few weeks, all of this, but. Are things that you can again talk to with younger children in a way that's appropriate to them. And these are things that should be getting repeated over. It's kind of a fallback position as parents in what we're trying to teach our kids. And happiness and love through the Christian lens is just two foundational things that can be repeated over and over again. And we said this last week, right? With when the idea of love is will and the good of the other as other. And so the, obviously, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the age of the child is,
1: you can bring that It's a in.
0: fallback position all the time. Teach because what true love is. It's really the most is. important thing that we are mm-hmm. that we can help lead our kids into, love of God and love of neighbor.
1: Mm-hmm. So we move on to we're moving tonight's on. topic.
0: Yeah. So we're going to talk about, we want to talk a little bit about the, what is the queen of all the social teachings of the church. And that is the most important one. All the rest of the social teachings, social teachings of the church, flow out of this one, and that is the dignity of all human life.
1: Mm-hmm. So the idea that we are created every every person, every human person is created in the image and likeness of God. Foundational to understanding every other teaching, every commandment, everything. every everything, literally everything can be understood. First and foremost, with this truth,
0: and particularly the social teachings, actually make no sense without this one. No sense. Some people want to skip this one because this obviously directly ties to an issue, for example, like abortion, right? Mm-hmm. And why is abortion a, an intrinsic evil? Well, because it's fundamentally violating
1: this basic, basic truth. You can't.
0: If you don't of, have life, <laughs> right? The rest, he, the rest of the social teachings make they no don't sense work because you're, you're dead. dead. Correct. So this is so important and, and again, is so sim- uh, clearly tied to happiness mm-hmm. and to love of helping people to understand, first, helping our children to understand their inherent goodness, the dignity that is theirs by virtue of the fact that they are alive.
1: That they are literally <laughs> alive, a child of God.
0: Because of who is loving them into existence each and every single moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is God, yeah
1: and i think this ties into so many issues we see today with kids in general like insecurity and especially today in a social media driven society where people are fi- people and kids even young kids obviously not our kids cuz they're not on social media but a lot of young kids are on social media and are trying to find their dignity and their worth through what other people say about them
0: well, even before social media, we did this, no, right? Well, obviously, yeah.
1: yeah. But it, but I'm saying in a culture where it's, it's you don't it, have to just <clears throat> be at school with your friends. Yeah, to it's do exacerbated this. Yeah, it's I agree. totally exacerbated mm-hmm. that you're at home. Even when you're at home, you could be told by your parents that you're loved and you know accepted. But then you're on this, you're in this other world that's What's telling you something chamber? else.
0: It's a it's a it's a potential really problematic echo chamber, especially for as kids get into their uh, late childhood into their early teens, teens, it's particularly problematic. I would argue it's problematic for anybody. Agreed. 100%. Um, um, but the good thing is that us as parents have a tremendous, no, we're not going to talk about social media. We've You guys have right. already heard our take on that one. We don't let our kids go on social media. They can do that when they're 18 plus, but not before that, not in our house. We're not letting it happen. Um, but we play, we've talked about this, parents play the most important role outside of God. So hopefully with God's grace, though, we play the most important role in our children's lives. And one of the things we just need to be just like happiness and love is constantly.
1: Affirming their dignity.
0: 100%. No matter the situation, um, this doesn't mean that we're always saying, even when they do bad things, we're, oh, don't worry about it. That's That's fine. Just keep doing what you do. No. Yeah, We remind them that even despite our sinfulness, when we make mistakes, because we all do, we can point back yeah. to, mm-hmm. well, why is that sinful? Why is that a problem? <laughs> why is that? Because it's attacking. Typically, sin attacks the dignity of ourselves and usually typically the dignity of somebody else. Mm-hmm. So we always want to be pointing back to who we are and what's our destiny, especially especially for those of us who are baptized.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: have a particular destiny that's tied to. This very point that we're making, the idea of we're created in the image and likeness of God and we're destined to be with him Mm -hmm. face to face in heaven through grace, through participation in grace.
1: And I think maybe it might be helpful to talk about some practical instances where, Mm -hmm. because this is, it can seem very abstract Yeah, agreed. to talk about just like, we all have dignity, you know, we're created by, and there are, in child raising, there's infinite opportunities to, to br- just bring this in right. in all different ways. But maybe we can talk a little bit about some instances where we've done that. Do it. Oh, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> I wasn't, do you mean all just right, so me?
0: so I'll, I'll, I had something that popped in my mind yeah, yeah, as you said ahead, that. Because I'm
1: just saying that. So one of the things, things that hit,
0: hits me is like, so one of the things we do with our children is, especially if you have multiple children in the house and they start getting older and they become aware that they're all different from each other. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, there's a temptation for for children to begin to think, oh, I want to be like so and so because they have better gifts than me or mm-hmm. they have a different t- temperament than me. So,
1: different gifts and so I think
0: um, one of the things we've talked about in the past, and we probably should do a whole episode on, on this at some point, but the idea of temperaments and that we are created differently. God creates us differently, that there's natural disposition, personality just who we are. Mm
1: -hmm. And And, that's a good thing.
0: And so helping our kids to understand who they are in Mm -hmm. terms of, and it could be a lot of different ways on just learning their gifts, their talents, their temperaments. These are, this is such a nice, simple, easy way for moms and dads to affirm their dignity by Mm -hmm. teaching them about themselves, helping them as they grow and discover who they are. We can help affirm how God created them. right? Um,
1: Agreed. And I think, in in a world where like you said even before social media we we are all kind of through our fallen nature fall into comparison that just happens i do it as a mom you know that mom is so much better and has her act together you know <laughs> you just you, we just we we tend to do that we tend to compare ourselves to other people and kids definitely do that and we see it even you know, because obviously our kids aren't in school, so they're not necessarily comparing themselves with other classmates. But we see it even in our own family Mm -hmm. with that, like you're saying, this comparison, well, how come I can't do that? Or that kid can play that sport, or that kid can draw really well, or that kid can do this and that. And so, like you're saying, affirming, but also helping them to discover their gifts, and discovering their gifts, and affirming who they are, and that they're Who they are is, that's who God has created them to be. And I think fundamentally at this, because I've had this conversation with many of our kids over the years of we discover who we are by getting to know the one who created us Mm. because he knows us better than we know ourselves. And so always pointing them back to their relationship of prayer through the sacraments at mass. Putting them back to cultivating that relationship because that's when, that's how we find out who we are. Like, people, we live in a society that you have to explore who you are, like, go find who you are. Like, it's some kind of mystical experience apart from God, like, you know, in the world. So, you just need to do a bunch of stuff or do this thing or that thing or go travel here. You know, I have to find myself. And we teach our children because we believe it wholeheartedly that we truly only find ourselves when we lose ourselves in Christ. That's how we find ourselves. That's how we find out who he created us to be.
0: Well, as much as we know our kids, we have to be humble enough to recognize that God knows our children better than we do, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, awesome to think about. Yeah. I love and freeing. We love our about. children <laughs> yeah. and we, we There's know our children really. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not just that, cause you know, uh, I'm we're fallen and as much as we want to look out for the best interests of our children, we do we work hard on that, but I'm excited to f- kind of watch my children's lives unfold mm-hmm. again, hopefully anchored in prayer and a relationship with Christ and see what God's, cause I don't, we don't, we don't know, know what our children are going to be yet. So that's kind of exciting. It's mm-hmm. a little nerve wracking. That's where humility comes into place and we and have trust. to be anchored in prayer and trust. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that that God is going to be the one who's going to unfold that for them. And in a pra- practical
1: way of that kind of that conversation, at least for me, comes up regularly when they're younger, when they start getting older. How am I going to know what I'm what i'm gonna be or or you know and, and it starts off actually with at least in my experience it started off as they're younger saying when i grow up i want to be mm. this mm-hmm. right because what kid doesn't say that i said that all the time as a kid when i grow up i'm going to be this or i'm going to do this or whatever and my response i used is- to
0: say that I was going to be a podcaster <laughs>
1: Before podcasting was a thing. You were, you really were before your time. You just, you knew. You
0: knew. If only you had created a podcast back you, then.
1: You would be, I would have married a rich man. <laughs> you probably would have gotten married before you met just me. kidding. <laughs> no, but the idea of what's my response to that? It's always, if that's what Jesus wants for you that's going to be yeah, I awesome. Think
0: I think that's good practical advice. That's
1: literally what I, how I've always responded to the kids. If that's, or if that's what God wants, that's going to be awesome. Mm. You'll be really good at that, you know, or if that's what God wants. And, and so that little phrase has literally been part of my whole, anytime they say that, I don't just say, oh, great. You know, cause uh, yeah, sure. Oh, great. But really what I want for them is what God wants for them. That's what I want for them is that's what we want for them as parents, because we know that's what's going to make them happiest back to happiness. It. We know that's what's going to get them to heaven. That's where we're happiest. So just that, that little affirmation of, it doesn't, it's not like a, oh, uh, well, I don't think God's going to want that. It's more of just, okay, like in a, in a positive way, if that's what God wants, that'll be, that'll be great. And they've, taken to saying that as they get older I hear them say well if Jesus wants me to be a blah 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 yep. you know and the other day and and the other day one of the one of the littler ones said um something about when she's older and she wants to have family, probably like a bunch of kids she'd have to drive a big van like ours
0: <laughs> it's good that they think that's a so good thing
1: because so, i was alone with her and she went on and on about it and then it was silent and she goes well unless i'm a nun <laughs> and i went that'd be awesome too <laughs> and so it was like it was cool she thought about it and was like and i said well then you wouldn't need a big van would you <laughs> and she's like no because <laughs> it started by her asking about ch- childbirth that's how it started is is it, is it is it painful to have children to which i re- responded no. yes it is very oh, painful." Wait. oh she was asking you right yeah. so yeah. no so yeah yeah <laughs> and then she i said i mean well, i
0: did have to stand up for a long period I said, of time there's but
1: medicine that you I mean, can you're take. just lying down <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you you had to stand my uh, feet were
0: cramping up my calves yeah, seized yeah.
1: You poor thing. My
0: hamstrings tightened up. poor, poor head thing. stretch my hip flexors. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you saying that. I can't
1: believe it. <laughs> yeah. What again. a jerk. Um, no, was, so anyway, go ahead. I was
0: going to say that the other, obviously, again, so the other way that we can help them to learn this for themselves is to help them to appreciate – The gifts and others, for example, to be remember, constant reminder of just as much as God has a plan for you, that you have an inherent dignity because you are a child of God, that God is is loving you into existence. Well, obviously, that means the same is true for your siblings, even the sibling that you struggle with the most, maybe even especially the sibling you struggle with (laughs) the most. You need to think about that. And all people who we encounter Mm -hmm. in life, even... The people who we struggle with, we don't like, even people who are bad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to remind them of the importance of remembering that even if that person does not understand mm-hmm. who they are as a child of God, we need to be appreciative of that.
1: Um, and pray for them. And, pray and for I them. think yeah. that's yeah. that's a great way, I think, a pr- another practical way of just hammering home this point of dignity and human dignity um when there's evil because they're not, you know, sheltered to, to the utmost where they don't know about evils that are happening in the world or whatever. Or even just they see even if it's something like fake, like in a movie or something to that effect. But yeah. that's a little different because it's fake people. But with real people, um, there come times where different things happen or whatever, and there's they can s- perceive someone was treated poorly or someone did something against someone else and the response that we've always taken is we need to pray for that person. So there's that 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 small little I think practical thing helps to understand that everyone like no one's lost like we we need to pray for every soul. We don't want anyone to go to to go to hell like that's not we don't want that even for the worst Mm. worst sinner and we've had those conversations with them even when people hurt us and it starts obviously very practically if they have siblings or whatever practically you help them to relate to each other and forgive each other even if they don't like what they're (laughs) that action uh, that it's part of what we do for each other because
0: so we we do we have a very simple methodology with that for example where the kid who has wronged the other child has to say i'm sorry and have to do so in a way that is not
1: um sorry
0: yeah right (laughs) like that like that (laughs) and it's looking we want them look at each other and try to mean it and the other child has to say
1: i forgive you why do you like testing me like it's some kind of i
0: just thought it'd be kind of cool to have like a little (laughs) so um
1: i don't (laughs) it's <laughs> the kids' thing. So Thank I just you. But, but that's a
0: nice little I guess again, practically speaking. Practical.
1: Just a practical It's a
0: very practical thing that we do that is I think most people do it. Well, I don't know that.
1: Well I mean I I'm sorry. What I if they don't? You. All right. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't
0: know. Maybe they don't make that happen each time. I'm just giving I You're right. This is a podcast about not talking about raising eight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just I was just saying. I think most people do um, do I, that. I
0: don't know if, I mean, I'm sure sure I was told to do that here and there, but it wasn't... I don't know if it was a habitual thing. It was a habit.
1: Of saying sorry when you did something? And I
0: forgive you. Like, I don't know if uh, that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. Habit. Okay. That's my point i get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Do you? I forgive you.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mis- misread what... You were saying I don't know. Apologizing for so
0: I was going to say also you know we and and this carries on into when your kids start getting older and we when I used to you know we used to talk to teenagers all the time before we had kids of our own teenagers of our own and talking about uh, any any topic in terms of relating and 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 how you treat other people in relationship with other people the idea of always remembering the other person has that inherent dignity so to try to make your decisions through that lens
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is how jesus sees that those other people or i used to always remind them that that uh, boy or girl has they have parents just like you do who love them we hope we hope all things go city we we hope who's invested in them who cares about their well-being so when you go to make decisions, especially bigger life decisions, to remember that instead of you're seeking only your happiness, right, to think about, again, the greater good, the greater happiness for the other person. And that flows out of remembering their inherent dignity as a child of God.
1: And hopefully this is very clear of how this really is foundational to understanding yeah. So uh, the, the church's teachings on human sexuality, I mean, how, how do we relate to each other? Well, first and foremost, in love, but through understanding each other's dignity. Yeah. Because you cannot truly be selfless, which is what obviously we're called to be, which is putting others, truly seeking the good of the other. That's what true charity is. You can't do that if you don't think people are worth anything. Right. Or and if so, you think only certain people are right. worth something, or you're only worth something, or maybe it's just <laughs> you—you're above everybody else.
0: Which, by the way, undermines your own dignity, quite frankly. If that's right, yeah.
1: But also, as kids, it's it is more challenging because kids don't typically see the world like an outs. They they do look very inward just naturally because that's mm-hmm. their world. I mean, their their world is you when as you grow up. I mean you start to well notice. balanced
0: adults who are responsible citizens of the world, right? Right. <laughs> some some don't get there. You're unfortunately. right, but also
1: some weren't raised apparent, to easier, correct. correct. So you see a lot of selfish adults in the world. Well, they weren't trained to be as a kid. It's a lot of work as a parent to train up kids to see others' dignity, yeah. to love others, to forgive, to and, say and when, sorry, and, again,
0: and we all. We all have selfish moments, but hopefully we when we have those moments, we recognize it because we've been raised that way and, and we recognize it as apologize. sinful and, right, and we try to correct our behavior and, mm-hmm. and, and do better. And we all this is only possible through grace.
1: Yeah. And it's tough. Even there are a lot of adults who don't, who, who literally, like you're saying, maybe weren't accustomed to that. And even as adults have a hard time, like apologizing yeah, when it, they do something.
0: It's one of those things where I kind of, um, one of my, one of the things I struggle with the most is when I see in church, like in church circles, for example, when I see people who work for the church or are specifically serving in a role for their parish or for the church, and this fundamental point is lost on them, that mm-hmm. they can't, they, they, you see, again, again, we're all sinners, but it's like sometimes you just go, oh my words, how could you possibly treat other people like that? Mm-hmm. As somebody, especially somebody who is serving the church, and it reminds me that we're all we're all sinners, human. and but, but some people just they don't have the right lens.
1: Correct, and that's
0: and, and that's tough. That's part of evangelization, and it right, is, right, is to help and it's it's never to too patient. late to
1: change and be patient with people. <laughs> but we we change society by changing the family.
0: You're right. Right.
1: That's where society changes. Yeah, because changes. A,
0: a grown adult who's acting change, like that, I'm not, probably, right. other than, not going to you know, change just, that you know, person praying for that person Correct. and being patient or right. walking away and, and shaking the we, dust off my sandals. I have far more it does remind me of the importance, the importance of what we're of doing as what
1: we're yeah, doing as yeah. parents, literally changing society. Again, we've said this in what the past. You put your energy into your children. Yes. With your children, whether they're grown, whether they're younger. It's changing society. Yes. That's how society changes. One family at a time. Preach it. I'm preaching it.
0: And so I know for some of you, this might be this is probably fundamental and and you know if and foundational. Hopefully, we're giving you some some practice, some different practical things, and some language and ways that we approach it from a family perspective. Because we're trying to intentionally think about this from the perspective as parents
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, as we get into more of you know philosophy and anthropology. And again, we're not experts although laurie and i did do a lot of studying of um moral theology in our in our studies um
1: and still not experts we're
0: still not experts and, and but we'll give a little more technical language on mm-hmm. that but again we always want to do this to give you language from the respective of parents mm-hmm. and how do we pass this on to our children and i just want to i keep thinking about this um and I don't think I meant. I don't think I mentioned this last week, but Laurie and I I just were asked to be on the board of directors. I don't know if that's board directors, the board. I think it's the board directors Hmm. for the Pelican Project, the Mm -hmm. Pelican Project, and they're very active on Facebook. I know they have a website as well. I would, I'll post the link in the episode extras, but please go check them out because this is this topic tonight is, and some of the other things we'll be talking about. They, this is
1: what they hone in on their mission. Yeah which is awesome. helping,
0: helping parents, parents to teach the church's teachings on all things the of life respect life pro-life life, human sexuality etc and um I know they're going to be creating some very specific resources
1: mm-hmm. to
0: to target parents they have a particular angle towards moms possibly because it's two moms who are doing a lot of the, this work mm-hmm. and um, we've been asked to kind of give them our perspective from our church experience but also as Parents. It's Catholic parents and mm-hmm. so we're very excited about um working yep. with the Pelican project and I believe I had I don't think you know this yet Laurie oh I reached out to them seeing they might be guests of Oz later in the summer on the podcast you do
1: know that you cc'd me on that email right oh I did okay yeah. good good I, I, I do I read I my I emails I don't remember
0: <laughs> I don't remember Surprise! who I always cc you
1: you were in the email communication <sighs> Thank you for ceasing me, including me in that email. Really I'm glad I did.
0: It. I should have just given myself credit.
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. So
0: anyways, I just. That'd be
1: really it, fun to have this, them on the this podcast. Is,
0: yeah. I just think they're they're, they're building some stuff um, that I think is. Uh, really good. Yeah. So check them out. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I had anything else to say about the topic tonight.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I think we meant
0: to be kind of a we're, again, we're foundational. Foundation. We're building something. We're building,
1: here. we're building because it's really important, sure, we can talk about issues till the cows come home, like, you know, people want to talk about oh cohabitation or, you know, um whatever, just so many different issues well, any, of every any, every, of, any, any issue. The big issues. Any big issues, right? dealing with morality today, but we really truly believe, and I think um we get this from the church, that none of this can really be understood without these foundational mm-hmm. This is what it's the church is the church doesn't just arbitrarily come up with rules uh, and to make
0: you miserable to, make you to control you to control you and make you to wield power.
1: Yeah. No, the church doesn't do that. So everything is built on these the premise that we our goal is to get to heaven so how, how do we do that and so it's all foundation this is all the foundation of all these the social teachings of the church mm-hmm. and the commandments I mean everything it's like i mean fall in love
0: i mean folks just fall in love with jesus and correct being a disciple of his solves a lot of problems it does and, and reading the gospel and and, and then in Building a, you know, having a life of prayer and being anchored in the sacrament. I mean, this is not.
1: Well, none of this makes sense unless you're doing it. Yeah. That. So just. I and mean, that's just the reality. We'll constantly obviously. be
0: reminding ourselves of that, that yep. we need to be, um, we need grace mm-hmm. to fully understand to the best of our ability these truths, but also to be able to strive to live to the best of our ability each day to live this out in our lives and and knowing that we're going to make mistakes we all have, and we will continue to make mistakes mm-hmm. and to, but knowing that God will give us the grace to help us to master the things that we struggle with in our lives, no matter what the sin is. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's what he wants for us. Cause he wants us to be. Happy. You pass that quiz.
1: <gasps> all right. Can well, I get it? Can I get a snack? <laughs> I passed the can test.
0: I eat din- can you eat dinner now? Can you eat dinner? Hey, I
1: offered <laughs> you dinner. You didn't want it at the time.
0: No, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I was. A, I just needed to rest. I think I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I oh, feel. Time. I feel good now. Do you
1: feel good now?
0: Yeah, I do. Thank I you. So, I'm so happy Look for you. you. You care about me.
1: I, I do. You're surprised?
0: We're, <laughs> not well. No, no, no. Oh my no. word! I was just thinking we're, we're doing a date night.
1: We are very overdue for a date night. And I
0: just want to say, remind folks, right? We've had some folks share with us.
1: Yes. I think that, they
0: share with you. They didn't really share with me.
1: Not with you, but with me. I've had folks say that they were inspired to go on some dates as a couple. We hope that's what we can do for you is to inspire you to keep your marriage healthy and and continue to remind ourselves at the same time. Like you just said, hey, we haven't gone on a date yeah. night. And Lowe's doesn't count. Like Lowe's doesn't count because we've done a ton of Lowe's trips. And that one night we were like, oh, let's go to dinner and then Lowe's. And we were so tired from all this renovating. We just did Lowe's and came home and sat on the couch. It's like, you got to.
0: Just a reminder. Keep, keep, keep working. Keep your, your relationship with God. And then your relationship with a marriage
1: relationship with your marriage
0: with your with your marriage one (laughs) with
1: (laughs) With your your spouse spouse. the word (laughs) is spouse that you're looking for
0: keep those a priority because that's what's going to give you the fuel the nourishment everything you need to be good parents and
1: to be good parents exactly that's gonna help you to be good parents when you're balanced and on the same page
0: there it is so we are um i believe this is episode 43 we're closing in on our first year Wow! At the end of June, believe it or not,
1: that's exciting. It's a
0: month away. We'll, we'll have one, to do month a, a big, week.
1: Big party. Maybe
0: should we do a? Should we try another Facebook Live? Melissa's uh,
1: <laughs> studio is up and going, and okay. maybe if we do a different night other than Monday, yeah, then your cousin can come on. Melissa, oh, okay. well, I'll shout out to one Melissa because she said I want to come on your lives, but I All work right. well, on Monday doing nights. Do it on a different night. Although in the summer, though, I think it's faith formation stuff, so maybe and, she doesn't have it. Huh Melissa? Can we do a Monday?
0: <laughs> and then. um and then we'll, we'll we'll start doing video. I know we haven't done the video clips because it just because wasn't working. it doesn't
1: work. It wasn't a, working. Right now, we're not even in the same screen. Like, I'm across the yeah, table. Yeah, because that
0: was the way we could be comfortable. Right. So um, but we'll start doing video clips. And I have this cool little what? thing that's related to that. But I'm not going to talk about it. It's tied it to the videos. We'll okay. talk about it when it happens. Hopefully okay. next week.
1: Okay. I don't know what that means. I showed you it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know what you're talking about. I, didn't know. I thought maybe it was one of those things you hadn't told me, but you did. And it was. It turned out just <laughs> <Again>. like that. <laughs> you do communicate with me. Oh, all oh,
0: right, hey, folks. Well, listen, thank you for listening to this episode of Raising
1: Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. God bless.
0: See, you've been changing the way you say it God purpose. bless. Yes, because every Big. time
1: I say God bless, you say it. You go, God bless.
0: But you just said like, God bless.
1: I didn't say God bless. Oh my I said, God bless.
0: Yeah, but do it with it. they all want you to do it.
1: How do you know they want me to do it? I don't. That you I make don't. fun they of me might, every time.
0: I don't make fun of you. I love it. That's why I do it.
1: God bless. Is that it?